0: I just wanted to wish my competition good luck. This is fine. I'm fine. Just be careful and don't explode. No, I'll
1: do my best.
0: This should be
2: good. Here we go. Star Wars Resistance, in all-new series, premieres Sunday, October 7th and 10 on Disney Channel. Yes! Will you
0: get on with it?
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast. A discussion about Star Wars toys. Joining me tonight, from Bendoms to the Black Series, vintage to modern, he collects them all. Mr. BYZ on YouTube, hello Ryan.
3: Hey, how's it going? Yeah, You just reminded me, I don't think I've put my Bendhams stuff up in my garage yet.
2: Uh-oh. Oh,
3: are you going
2: yeah. to display it all?
3: Probably, yeah.
2: Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. You don't yeah. see a lot of people displaying their Bendoms collections.
0: <laughs> no,
3: no, no. no. Yeah, no, I, I've got to get some more drywall up just so I get more carded stuff up on the wall. But uh, eventually they'll get up there, yeah.
2: I have one of those gift boxes with a, maybe about four or five figures in it. Yeah. And I'm thinking about just opening it up and giving them to Isaac to play with.
3: Is it at least one with the coins? or?
2: I don't I actually don't think. I don't remember.
3: Because those coins are awesome.
2: Uh, those are definitely yeah. worth getting. Well, I'll yeah. keep the coins and he can play with the figures. There you go. Also joining us tonight from this week in Star Wars podcast, Matt Fox. Hello, Matt. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Good. Hey, Matt. And we have a special guest tonight, new to the podcast, Mike Case. Hello, Mike. Hi. Hi, Am I doing this right? Yes. I think so. All right. We've already connected on Skype. That's like half the battle. Okay. The other half is keeping the recorder going and uh, having a backup if it goes out. I thought knowing was half the battle. Uh yeah, that's
1: actually yeah. what I
2: learned growing up. So I'm That's
0: that's the GI Joe
2: cast. Yeah, the GI Joe cast. Oh, is that not what I'm on? No. Oh. I've I've long thought about doing the GI Joe podcast, but I just I don't keep up enough with GI Joe anymore. I Man, what I, is, I, is there anything to keep up with now? No, it's pretty dead right now.
1: I want some six inch Joes. That's all I'm saying. Give me some GI Joe Black Series.
2: I think there's a lot of people who would love to have the six inch Black Series GI Joe figures. Yeah,
1: some Marvel Legends style, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Just I want some six inch Joe goodness. I think I, think I saw it Hasbro
3: it has Pulse. Hasbro Pulse had a GI Joe figure uh, as their like their picture of the day or something yesterday. Really? Yeah, I think it was a Wild Bill figure. I wasn't sure what it was to begin with, and I had to zoom in, but. Uh, it didn't say anything about
0: it, but I was kind of like, "Oh, that's weird." Okay, that'll be the next has Lab project. So, big GI Joe thing. I'll yeah. jump
1: 100 bones on the Cobra Commander six-inch. Why not,
2: Snake Eyes? Yeah, I, I would think, I th- I would think that would be a hit. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep, Mike has a YouTube channel um, where you review a lot of. Six-inch Star Wars figures. Also, you have a you have a show called that you do with one of your friends called uh, Bots and Shots. That's it.
3: Yeah,
1: and uh, we basically just get we get drunk and talk about Transformers for an hour. Actually, we talk about Transformers for like four hours, and I edit it down to an hour
2: because like no nobody wants you to, two guys in their thirties talk about Transformers for four hours. There's somebody that does. And then on YouTube, it's just Mike case right that's yeah just... i was super creative when i came up with my youtube channel and that's spelled k-a-e-s-s that's
1: it yeah
2: all right have a comment or question about the show email us at galaxyoftoys@gmail.com. at gmail.com find our archived episodes on itunes google play stitcher smart radio or our galaxy of toys Podbean page also make sure to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram for show updates Okay, so let's start the show like we normally do and ask everyone what they picked up recently. Uh, Matt, I'm going to start with you tonight. I haven't picked anything up.
0: There's, I've done some toy runs looking for the uh, new, the three and three quarter, the Vader, the repack wave with the new Vader. Mm-hmm. Haven't found those. Uh, got my stuff, the San Diego stuff from, Hasbro Toy Shop you know, uh, delivered, but that's, that's the only new stuff that's shown up in the past week or so.
2: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Ryan, what about you?
0: Um, well, my Hasbro toy shop stuff
3: is somewhere in Idaho. It was supposed to be delivered today. And all of a sudden it says, we don't have information on your shipment. So, uh, my Afra is lost in Idaho, I think right now.
2: Um, <laughs> it's lost in all the, uh, smoke and haze.
3: Yeah. Yeah um it doesn't say it's lost but I, i'm sure it just was supposed to be delivered today so i was kind of surprised um i did get the um the amazon exclusive droid three pack um, oh i'm something.
2: jealous i'm jealous i got that, I get that. Uh, uh, through amazon <laughs> i haven't seen it pop up what it was it? up for uh, like five seconds it's Dang. been popping up
3: sporadically and i just happened to get somebody said hey they're up and i went there and was able to order it last week and uh yeah, it showed up Sunday. Uh, I wouldn't say it's all that impressive to go out and get. I just put up my review today on it. But it's um, it's three repainted droids and yeah. no accessories. Awesome. So at 60 bucks, it seems way too expensive for for three repainted droids. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, for sure. You think yeah, that R2 when can't I came wait. out, Hasbro put all the accessories with it because they're like, well, it's smaller. It doesn't have all the articulation the other figures do. So we wanted to add value to it. And here is just three repainted droids with no accessories, nothing. There should have been something new in this pack. I don't care if it was two repainted droids and one all new something or other, but I was very disappointed with it.
2: I'm surprised they didn't put the extra little tools and stuff that have come with the other uh, R2 units.
3: Yeah, the head panels are all removable. Mm -hmm. The, uh, The leg panels are removable, but there's nothing else to replace them with, so...
2: Yeah, that's too bad. But uh, I still want it, and I'm still jealous. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I can't wait to waste money on it. Um, okay, Mike. What about you? Picked up anything recently?
1: Uh, well, just today, I, I have a benefactor who lives in Canada, and he's got me a, a General Veers shipping to me. Should get to me next day or two. So I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Has
2: that shown um, up in Canada?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a. It's a Toys R Us exclusive in Canada, but it still has the Walgreens sticker on it.
2: Why are so many uh, exclusives? Why are there so many Canadian exclusives right now? Oh, no, man. Canada is
1: just a bounty of Star Wars goodness right now. I've got the uh, Phasma, the Toys R Us exclusive Phasma there. Um, I got, yeah, I guess that's the only thing I got, I guess. Oh, I got the Stormtrooper, that Stormtrooper with the little explosions.
2: In oh the, yeah, the belt.
1: Yeah, I got that. That's neat.
2: Okay. If you want actually stormtrooper? Yeah, yeah. For me, I recently uh, did find that new Walmart wave, except not the uh, not the repacked uh, first order. Was it the stormtrooper captain for that yeah. new three and quarter? I didn't find he wasn't there, but I got the Vader. The Vader is really nice.
1: Yeah, it's a good looking Vader.
2: Possibly one of the best three and three quarter inch Vaders they've ever done. I, I, I can't be sure of that, but I think it's probably the best one. Um, the helmet is really nice. I think it might be a little bit short though. for some reason, I think Vader should maybe be a little taller than this one. Um, I'm not positive of that, but that's just my impression of it. Also, I've got the uh, the six inch uh, mim Bomb uh, stormtrooper that uh, is supposed to be a walmart exclusive in the u.s but i've kind of given up on some of these exclusives and i just ordered yeah. it on ebay my thought of me finding it at walmart is i i just feel like it could possibly the six inch or the yeah the six, the six the six, six inch. inch yeah you're the never gonna see yeah. that at Walmart yeah another thing i ordered was a not really a toy but i got the uh the The 10th anniversary uh, Star Wars souvenir program from the Starlog, uh, official Star Wars convention they had for the 10th anniversary. It's really cool. Um, It's black and white, but it's got a lot of great photos, a lot of great little articles, and it's, I think it's the only thing I have now from the actual 10th anniversary of Star Wars. So I've kind of always wanted something from that anniversary, and I know there wasn't a lot of stuff, but... I did pick that up, and the reason I actually got it was I was listening to this um, Blast Points podcast, which is a really good podcast. I really recommend it, and episode 133 is called Skywalking to 1987's Celebration Zero. Um, anyways, they had a great show about the 10th an- the tenth anniversary uh, convention for Star Wars, the first official convention. So I got that. Pretty cool. Next on the agenda is the Resistance trailer trailer dropped earlier this week or possibly last week by the time you're listening to this it's the new cartoon that's going to be on disney xd it takes place six months before the force awakens matt i'll start with you what did you think of the resistance trailer
0: i'm completely indifferent to it um you know the animation seems to be okay but it just i mean i I, it looks like Rebels to me. I mean, it's it, with pilots instead of Jedi. Um, you you've, you've got a kid, you've got a mentor. Uh, he's you know got a team around him, you know, and you know a sassy droid and all that. So, it, it, I some people say it looks you know uh, like it's oriented for kids. Well, they said the same thing about Rebels. I think when it came along um i mean i'll watch it i'll give it a try but i'm not real excited about it and i find it that they're really sort of underselling it i mean in terms of you know they didn't say anything at comic con they dropped the trailer randomly it's it's just it seems like it's not going to get a big push
2: yeah i thought it was odd it wasn't really mentioned at all at san diego comic con But maybe you know they just want to push that new streaming service, and this isn't part of that, and maybe that's why they're just.
0: I'm wondering. I mean, and this takes it a little off topic, but if Disney Disney's attitude towards Star Wars all year has been very low key, they didn't, you know, they did not promote Solo. We didn't get a trailer for that until very late. I mean, the box off results sort of speak to the fact that a lot of people just didn't go and there's a lot of anecdotal evidence because the general public really didn't know about it and now they're underselling this thing I mean it's it's sort of like Disney's thrown Star Wars on autopilot for a while or something I don't know
2: yeah maybe that's their strategy make it kind of a little bit dormant for now a strategy to not sell the stuff they put 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 work and finances into is kind of strange though. or
0: just see if it's, it can
2: sell itself
0: and it's yeah. looking
2: like that's not the case right uh, Ryan, what were your thoughts of the Resistance trailer?
3: Um, I, I think this is going to be a wait-and-see kind of thing for me. Um, the The trailer didn't excite me at all, but at the same time, I mean, lots of trailers haven't excited me for things, and I ended up enjoying them. So it's hard to say. The, the weird thing for me is just watch the trailers. It didn't look like Star Wars. It looked like... Uh, you know, I, I don't know my anime very well. I know it's very anime style, and that's not the thing. It's the the design of the ships in that reminds me of some anime that I've probably caught glimpses of and uh, never really seen. But it looks like I want to say Star Blazers, but I know it's not. It doesn't look like Star Blazers, but it looks like something else. It doesn't look like Star Wars, you know. Until you see like the first order stormtrooper and that, I'm, I'm really just not getting a Star Wars vibe off of it. But you know, who knows? We're we're seeing what 60 seconds of this. I can't judge how good a series is going to be off 60 seconds. So I'm really on a wait and see. I'll, I'll watch
2: it and see what I think then. Uh, do you think Hasbro's going to have toys ready in October for this for this thing?
3: I bet it will be a lot like Rebels where it's like, is there going to be Rebel stuff? Uh, is that coming out? Is there a release date? And it will just start popping up. And yeah. you know, it goes like, oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> and you know, I think it will be like that. I don't think it's going to be a uh, big Force Friday release or anything like that. It's just going to pop up.
2: Okay. Uh, Mike, did you get a chance to see the Resistance trailer? I did. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, uh, I mean, when Clone Troopers was coming out in theaters, I'm like, eh, it looks pretty kitty, and I ended up loving Clone Troopers. When Rebels, you know, when they, they did that, I was like, eh, it looks like it's for kids. And over the course of four seasons, I ended up loving Rebels. And this kind of looks the same, although it's the, the art style is a little bit more self-shady anime-esque. I... I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt at this point, or I'm going to watch it. Probably I'll watch the first season, no matter how good or bad it is, just to watch it. Because I didn't think Rebels got any good until the end of the first season, and I thought it was pretty good after that. Uh, I do think it's interesting that the ship design was a uh, Legends canon ship that they are officially making canon now, which is neat. The, I'm sorry, what? The, the ship design, that little kind of winged fighter ship mm-hmm. design. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, that was something from man, I can't remember what that was from, but it was a it was a legends can. I think it was a video game and it wasn't, you know, considered canon and oh, now okay. they've brought that into like actual Star Wars canon, which I think is neat when they do stuff like that.
3: Was that one of the Starfighter games? Yes,
1: I think that's what it was. I think it was oh, a Starfighter. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they did the same thing in Re- in the Rebels with, like, the Interdictor Cruiser. Interdictor Cruisers were all over books and things like that, but they were never anything that was actually canon uh, oh. until
2: Rebels, which is just kind of neat. Yeah, and also that three-winged TIE Fighter. Yeah, the TIE Defender. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. So I like it. I think it's cool that they
1: can use these cartoons to sort of canonize, like, Thrawn himself, you know? Um, It's
2: cool that they can use this as a tool to sort of do that. Okay, so tonight the main topic of our show is going to be the Black Series is now five years old. Which seems kind of crazy because I still feel like the Black Series is kind of like the new thing from Hasbro, but uh, it is five years old now. Started late summer of 2013, I think, is when the first figures started showing up on shelves. The first time I think I saw any figures was at Target. That first wave of four figures the Sand Trooper, R2D2, Luke Skywalker in his X Wing pilot outfit, and Darth Maul. Those were the, I believe it was just those four. And that's where it started in the summer 2013. So I wanted tonight kind of take a look back, talk about our favorite figures, favorite vehicles, maybe what was our least favorite figure, figures, um, and maybe what we're looking forward to or hope that they come up with. So let's start first. I wanted to do. Um, we don't do a lot of top five. I don't think we've done. Have we ever done like a top five list on this show? I don't think so, but so this is probably kind of be the first time. I want to do the top five favorite figures, and we're going to count them down. We'll start with number five and move to number one. We'll just go around and see how our lists match up. Ryan, I'm going to start with you. What is number five on your top five list of Black Series 6-inch figures?
3: Uh, My number five figure is probably more that, we long awaited this figure. When it came, it didn't really disappoint, and that's The Force Awakens Luke Skywalker. Uh, more specifically, the Target-exclusive one that came with the little um, uh, cliff-type thing and had the, the new print technology on the face. Uh, it's a great figure, and we wanted this figure for a long time, and we got exactly what we wanted. So I, I would put that as number five.
2: Yeah, we wanted that figure since before we even knew there was a figure of that. Before <laughs> yeah. we knew he was in the movie. Okay. Right, um, Matt. What is your number? What is your number five figure?
0: I think number five is the Range Trooper from Solo. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it could be higher. I mean, it's you know I'm sort of underselling it, but because um, it's just a you know a random troop builder who was in the movie for like five minutes. But the figure is, it's awesome. It's got some nice soft goods on it. The there's a lot of just little greeblies that you can you know manipulate and you know do things with it's unfortunate you know we'll never get a vandor set you know can that this figure can you know interact with you know but it's an awesome figure so
2: range trooper okay mike what would be your what's your number five on the top five figures oh man i've got i think i've got all five sitting in front of me right here I, i
1: i studied this um I think number five for me is the Target exclusive Gamorrean Guard. Yeah,
2: that's a great figure for sure.
1: I just I love the detail, the opening jaw, the articulation. He's thick, but the articulation's still there. He's got his fur underwear, like everything about him is just so much fun.
2: Good pick. I I I imagine he's on more of our list, <clears throat> maybe even higher. Um, for me, number five, I'm going to go with Boba Fett from, I think it was the second wave. And I'm not really a huge Boba Fett fan. I've never really been into Boba Fett. I kind of thought it was an overrated character. <laughs> but I really like the figure, and I really think it holds up. I'm surprised they haven't repainted it for the Return of the Jedi colors. That'd and be at, surprising. Yeah. yeah, I imagine they're, they've they got that planned at some point. How could they not? But
1: I hope they get a retool the helmet, too, because the... Like the newer Mandalorian helmets have a little swivel finder and things like that. Mm-hmm. It'd be it'd be neat if they
2: did some things like that, but I agree.
1: Yep, have to have different belts too. But yeah, yeah, you have the
2: pouch belts instead of the mm-hmm. two big pouches. Maybe for the 30th uh, anniversary of Jedi. Uh, I'm 30th? Oh my gosh, for, for 40th? Yeah. Right? What am I talking? That's, that's... Oh my Whoa. gosh! We're old. <laughs> <laughs> I we're and just. In less than two years, we're going to hit the 40th of Empire, right?
0: Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. This is 35th of Jedi if they wanted an anniversary.
2: Yeah, Yeah. there's still time. (laughs) The year's not over. (laughs) Things could just – you could just show up. They don't really – they don't always let you know what's coming out anymore. All right. Okay. On to number four. Matt, we'll go back to you.
0: Okay. um, I'm going to go with uh, Sabine. Well-painted. Looks Looks good. Nice accessories. The helmet comes on and off. I just, yeah, you know, I like Sabine as a character from Rebels, and I think it's, you know, they did a really good job with that figure. Even though I don't normally like realistic versions of cartoon characters, I thought uh, this was a good one.
2: Yeah, definitely. Ryan, what
3: was your number four? Uh, I went back a little ways, and I went with Commander Cody. Um, I'm not a big Clone Trooper person, but I've always kind of liked Cody helmet and the armor. Now, obviously, most of the, the body on this figure is just a repaint from that Clone Wars figures. But it is uh, – it's a great figure. They did a nice job with Cody. They did justice by him, and so I, I'll go with Cody. Okay.
2: Uh, Mike, what would be your number four?
3: Uh, yeah, I think I just went with the, just
1: any of the Phase 2 Clone Troopers that I have. I, I've got...
2: I can't decide. You know, when they I, first... I can't. When they first... Uh, when this line started, I thought, well, this is something new, and since there weren't too many of them coming out, I thought, well, I'll collect them, but if they go crazy with the clone troopers, I'm not going to buy them all. But I'm pretty sure I have bought them all.
1: Yeah, I definitely have.
2: <laughs> so they... When with a mold like that, they know they know how to get us.
1: Yeah, I just I like the range of articulation. I like all the expressiveness they can have.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of fun to just pose them around. Yep. Yeah. Okay, number three. Oh, sorry, I didn't give my number four. Um, yeah. My number four, I'm taking a uh, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. I love mm-hmm. this figure. I think the head sculpt is so nice. Um. It really looks like it really looks like Peter Cushing. Um, it's a, it's a good likeness and it's hard I know it's hard for them to get head sculpts right, especially on humans, and I think they did a great job with this one. So um, yeah, going with Tarkin. Uh, Ryan, what would be your number three pick for top five figures?
3: Uh, my number three is Princess Leia in Bausch disguise. Um, like, it's one of my favorite outfits from the movies. I love the helmet, and Hasbro knocked it out on this. It's a great figure. They, they put it together really well. Um, doesn't disappoint. I mean, that's a big thing. And sometimes these figures come out, and you're like, oh, that doesn't look right. And this is one of those, like, you really anticipate it, or I did at least, and I thought it was great.
2: So uh, that that would be my number three. Okay. Uh, Matt, what what – what are you going with for your number three favorite black series six inch figure?
0: Um, Captain Rex.
2: Um,
0: I just sort of to exemplify all those clones. I like Wolf as well, Um, but I thought they did a really good job with Rex. The the second one, not the exclusive that had the the realistic face, whatever they call that uh, face printing technology. Um, You know, it's good faithful to the to the character and you know he's fun so there you go
2: okay and mike for you number three bosk he's my favorite bounty hunter okay another good one yeah my number three is the uh, han solo han solo bespin again i think uh they're really getting Good at the uh, human likeness. I think this is probably one of the best Harrison Ford likenesses Hasbro's ever done. The I'm sure it's the new painting technology that Matt was talking about that makes the difference. Um, but this Han is great. I just have the, uh, the non-exclusive version. Um, I don't have the Comic-Con version. And I don't really plan on getting it. I typically don't pick up the Comic-Con versions. With the extra accessories, not that I don't think they're cool, but I don't have, um, the way my display is, I just, uh, I'm fine with just the single pack release, so, yeah, it's a good one. Um, Hopefully they uh, keep up with the uh, good likenesses for the humans. All right, we are on number two. Ryan, we'll go back to you. In your opinion, uh, what is the, the second-best Black Series 6-inch figure?
3: Number two kind of makes up for one of my biggest disappointments in the series. And my biggest disappointment was the first Darth Vader that they did. Mm-hmm. The helmet on that figure is awful. Uh, when it came out, I was like, this sucks. I, I I don't like this. I mean, the Emperor's Wrath was better. But the A New Hope Vader that we got with the 40th anniversary mm-hmm. stuff is so awesome. They, they really nailed Vader with that figure. And I'm such a big Vader fan, that of course, has to be high when they do a good one. So I would definitely go with the 40th anniversary, A
0: New Hope, Darth Vader. Okay. And Matt? Um, okay. here's. I'm going to uh, take Mike's last one. Bosk is number two for me. It's almost number one. Uh, but I'm a Bosk guy with a sort of a Bosk focus. So yeah. you know, I, I'm inclined to like this this one in the first place uh you we got a lot of articulation <laughs> yeah you got great sculpt uh you got the the moving jaw and i know this is a weird but it's like really well balanced mm-hmm. you know i've got him posed you know running he's got like he's balancing on one foot and he stays up and has since i got him however many years ago that was so you know
2: more love for bosk okay and, Mike, what is your number two pick?
1: I'm also going with the uh, 40th anniversary Darth Vader. That thing is a masterpiece. I absolutely love it. He looks intimidating just standing there. He looks great posed. His cloth cape isn't weirdly oversized like the last one. Uh, I just I absolutely love that Darth Vader. It's such a good figure. And definitely, when you compare it to the, uh, the original Phase 2 Darth Vader we got, it's just a stark contrast.
2: All right, um, for me number two, this is a hard choice. I keep flipping back and forth, um, but I'm going with the uh, Target Exclusive Gamorian Guard. It's uh it's a really nice figure. I've only found one. I wish I could find more. He comes with three weapons. So I'd like to have. I think I'd like to have three, so I can three. display. Yeah, for sure. But these are scarce right now, and I don't know if they plan on making more or if they're sold out. I, I really don't know. Um, I hope there's more. Well, you know what, I mean, sorry. To,
1: uh, no, go ahead. The Target Chewbacca came out. I saw that once, and now he's all over the shelves like a couple months later. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it'll be something similar. Target tends to do that where they'll, they'll have like an initial push, see how well it sells out, and then they'll kind of
2: stock more yeah i hope so because i think anyone who wants this figure should be able to get it it's just so cool so cool um okay well okay so we're we're to the number one spot on the top five six inch black series of all time ryan what's your pick Number one,
3: I don't know if this is because it's more recent, but I got to go with the Gamorrean Guard. That figure knocks it out on all points. It's an amazing sculpt. <laughs> the use of soft goods on it is very good. It comes with the three accessories. Um, they went all out. You know, I, I talked earlier about the Droid 3-pack really being cheap. The, this was the opposite. I, I guess they used all the money they saved from doing that Droid 3-pack to go into this figure. Um, I love it. I am not ai I like Gamorrean Guards. I wouldn't say I'm a huge Gamorrean Guard fan, but... Uh, I, I thought this was just a perfect figure and I, I can't, I, I can't find a flaw really. So uh, this is definitely
2: my favorite black series so far. Okay. And Matt, for you, what would be your number one pick?
0: Um, Well, I guess I'll be the broken record. I've got the Gamora in here <laughs> um, for all the reasons everybody's already said, you know, you, you, they couldn't do a better job. And, you know, let's, for whatever reason, Hasbro, and Kenner, going back to 83, they always nail it with the Gamorrean Guard. It's always a standout figure in whatever, you know, time frame or scale they choose to do. So, uh, you know, it's, it shouldn't be surprising, but it's, it is it is really good. And I hope that anybody that wants one is able to to find them going forward.
2: Yep, I agree. Okay, Mike, what is, what is in your opinion, the number one Black Series 6-inch figure?
1: Oh jeez, I feel dirty now.
2: Uh <laughs> my mine
1: mine is Jaina Solo and I never thought I would say that because uh when she won the Fans Choice Award I was pretty mad she she's not a canon figure and I didn't really care and she, she seems so random. But every time I look at my eyes just go straight to her on the shelf. I absolutely love her so much.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. She was my number six. <laughs> I mean, number six. I mean, that was the last cut from my list, so yeah, I'm with you on that one. She just she poses well. She looks great. She's got a lot of attitude in her face. She definitely has like a like a
1: solo esque face. She's got that flight suit, which I love. She's got a blaster. She's got
2: a lightsaber. Like she's got everything that's just cool. I gotta ask, how do you display the figure? With the helmet on or the helmet off? I I, I change it up, but right now she's she has her helmet. In her hand. Okay, yeah, that's how I've had it, too. But I yeah. I kind of, I'm never sure exactly how I want to display that one. Yeah, I mean, she looks so good with the helmet on, too. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good figure. And that figure yep. is, while it's not easy to find, I have seen that figure at GameStop recently. So it's out there. Yeah,
0: I've seen it a lot at GameStop lately. They must have got some, That's I, I guess they made dedicated cases or something, but when I was out looking for Wolf or whoever, I found a lot of Jaina's.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then for me, it was tough. I almost did go with the Gamorrean for number one, but I am going with the 40th anniversary Darth Vader as my number one favorite Black Series six-inch figure. It is a beautiful figure. It's it's it just... It just radiates Star Wars, and it's just so well done. So that is my pick, and, even, and plus the packaging. I, not that we're rating these on packaging, because we're not, but I love that card that it came with, mm-hmm. that vintage card.
0: Check your Game Stops. I just found a bunch of those box, the 40th box with the Vader in it for 6 bucks this weekend.
2: That's a good price. That's a yeah. good price. I would definitely consider picking up another one. If not, just for the stands, maybe. maybe You know, I was thinking about getting a second stand so I can uh, reverse the, uh, the display because it's got, like, the one side is the the X-Wing, and what was the, the other side's the uh, first 12. So, maybe. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing I feel like they really could benefit is just having
1: stands in general. The stand that comes with the, the Stormtrooper mm-hmm. is pretty nice and it's just weird they decided to include one with it and and it definitely links to other like it's made to link to other stands Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's a plan that they're planning on doing in the
0: future or not i ended up with a just cautionary note i ended up with a lot of those stands from the 40th anniversary box yeah and most figures won't stay in the no they, no, they
2: don't fit in the pegs. Yeah, you
0: know, that was you know, I thought that was the solution to display all these things, and it was not.
2: I think so. the problem is they haven't really standardized the the hole size on the in the foot for the figures. The uh, hole the size of the holes are all over the place. If you look through the line,
0: mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're
2: different, they're different depths, they're different. Uh, some of them are much smaller than others it's like they don't really have a standard and i think that's the problem absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. okay now that we went through the best i thought it'd be fun just to ask everyone what's your least favorite black series six inch figure worst or least favorite um yeah ryan back to you what's the worst figure they've done
3: Oh, man. Jeez. Um, y- y- you know, the only thing that's coming to mind is that first Darth Vader figure because it was such a disappointment. The helmet on it's terrible. Uh, the unmasked Vader underneath is great, uh, but that helmet is just awful. Uh, I-, I guess I'll go with that. I just I can't stand that helmet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I think that figure looks okay if you display it with the helmet off.
3: Yeah, I don't usually display Vader's with helmets off. So. Yeah,
2: right. Right. It's, it's, he can't breathe. Then
1: I mean, yeah. what are you gonna do? He's not, he's not gonna <laughs>
2: breathe. He's gonna die. Yeah. Lay him down. <laughs> yeah, lay him down. Take the helmet off. Okay, uh, Matt. What's the worst figure they've done in this line?
0: Well, when I saw this question, I assumed it was a setup. Like we were all just supposed to say Zuvio. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> Zuvio is probably actually a pretty good figure. It's he's just sort bad. of a joke. Um. So I mean, the figure that I just—it's not so much the worst; it's just most disappointing. Uh, I—I'm I, tempted to say Snoke, but I think I'm going to go with uh, the Slave Leia. Uh, it just you know, the scale seemed wrong. Uh, you know, a figure not in an outfit does not translate well when you've got these. Joints and you know, it just it it just sort of makes the thing look clunky. It's the same problem I had back in the day with the Dagobah Luke and the three and three quarter inch Black Series. It's just you know the a, a figure with bare arms and legs doesn't look good with
2: you know, yeah big joints. Gotcha. So Slave Leia. Gotcha. Mike, what's the worst uh, figure from this line? Uh,
1: it, this wasn't even a challenge for me. Uh, I think, honestly, as, as great as the ones you guys have said are, I think objectively it's Emperor Palpatine. I think giving him a hard molded skirt so he can't sit down without cutting it off or modifications is a crime. I think the lightness is kind of weird. I think the soft goods are are too big, and he comes with a cane that doesn't even fit the ground doesn't doesn't reach all the way to the ground. And he doesn't have, like, he should have alternate hands with lightning at the very least. If not, give him a lightsaber. Yoda came with a lightsaber, but Palpatine can't. Like, I just, it's, it's bizarre. I absolutely hate that I own this figure.
2: They need to redo him. With a throne.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, with a throne. It's just so weird. Yeah. He stands for, like, two minutes of the entire movie. The rest is sitting in a gigantic throne.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that that would be a good candidate for a redo. Um, this one was a hard one for me because there were a few figures that I don't really think are very good. Um, that first Poe Dameron comes to mind because the, the head <laughs> the head sculpt so bad and the paint's so bad. Oh outside. yeah, you know, sad yeah.
1: drunk Poe, uh, Dameron.
2: And then and then I turned to Zuvio like Matt did, and I thought, you know, this guy has been clogging the pegs for three years. Um, even when Toys R Us went out of business, there were still a ton of them at my Toys R Us the day before they closed. That's this, but it's actually a good figure. It's well designed. I suppose it looks like whoever it was supposed to be in the movie, since I don't think I've seen a lot of good, um, shots of that character. So I'm not going with Zuvio either. I'm going to go with the, um, Tatooine Luke. The A New Hope Luke that they did maybe two what is it, two or three years ago, the head sculpt is just terrible, and it it really bothers me. Luke is my favorite character, so this is more of a personal worst figure. Maybe I'm not being objective. Luke's my favorite character, and it's like the first head sculpt they did on the pilot Luke looked pretty decent. Um, possibly could have been painted a little better, but it was not bad. And then it got a little worse when they did the Bespin Luke. And then even a little worse when they did the uh, Jedi Luke. And then they finally got to the uh, Tatooine Luke and they did it even worse. So the Luke head sculpts have been getting progressively worse. I don't understand why that could be. At best, they should have just released this Luke, this Tatooine Luke, with the first head sculpt they did from the pilot Luke. I think that would have looked better. This head looks undersized. Actually, the whole figure kind of looks undersized. The soft goods, you really have to mess with them a lot to make them look okay. Um, this is a disappointment because I really want a good Tatooine Luke. Yeah, I, I think also, to your point, the lack of accessories
1: that he should have come with. Yeah. Like the Han Solo came with stuff to make him a Han Solo for that entire movie. They could have given Luke a stormtrooper belt and a stormtrooper blaster at the very least.
2: Yeah, you know, I actually it, it, funny you mention that. I actually took the uh, stormtrooper help belt that came with Han and put it on this Luke, and it I think it improved it a little. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, I hope they revisit this one. I I'm not a really I'm not a fan of them redoing a lot of figures because I want more variety. But this one, I would definitely welcome a redo. Um, Same with the Emperor too. You know, they redid Leia, right? They redid Leia's head. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I know they kind of redid this one with the land speeder, but I don't think that one looks any better. Like it's not a huge improvement. Moving from the figures. Let's go to the vehicles. We're not going to do a top five vehicles. I don't even know if there are five vehicles. So let's just do what's the what's your favorite vehicle from this line? Best favorite, subjective. Um, Ryan, I'll start with you. What is the best vehicle?
3: Um, so far, I think all the vehicles have been really good. I, I've liked them, but I think Enfys Nest Speeder uh, just blew me away when I got it. It wasn't something I was really excited about. I'd pre-ordered it. I was like, oh, okay, you know, I, I get it, and When it showed up and I put it together, I couldn't believe how large it is, how much detail went into it, and yet it came in a smaller box than any of the rest of them. And yet I still think it's bigger and far more detailed than any of the other vehicles. It it blew me away because it blew me away. It's my number one vehicle.
2: Okay. Uh, Matt, for your pick, what's the best vehicle of this line?
0: Uh, I agree with Ryan that the Enfys Nest is is surprisingly awesome, but I mean, I've got to go with the TIE Fighter. I mean, just based on the fact that they made a six-inch scale TIE Fighter, even though it's for the first order, you know, and they never, you know, I wish it were an original trilogy TIE Fighter, and they never made an X-Wing to go with it or whatever. But it's just the audacity to make that vehicle, and it, and it's good. It's well done. It's got a lot of nice details in it. And, you know, I've got it out, and... You know, I found a way to display it because I think it's that cool. And, you know, people see it and they they remark they're they're struck by it when our club goes out to do, you know, set up booths at events and cons and that sort of stuff that I always bring that along. And that's the thing that gets people to come over to the table and see, you know, what what's going on. What is this huge TIE fighter thing? So, you know, kudos to them for doing it and doing it well. So,
2: yep. All right, and Mike, for you, what's the best vehicle they've done so far? It's interesting because
1: mine—I sat for a long time between the Tie Fighter and Empress Nest Speeder. <laughs> uh, I think I think I ended up on Empress Nest Speeder for the same reasons. But I like that you said the audacity of them making a six-inch scale Tie Fighter because that's that's the most accurate way to put it. It's just so. It's just so it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, a company that is reluctant to make a vehicle in any scale chooses to make that, you know. Yeah. Wow.
1: I think in in the end I had to go with the Infus Nest speeder because I just, I I mean, I love, I liked Solo a lot. Um, And I surprisingly liked that whole kind of scene, that, that train heist scene. And as soon as I watched that movie, I was like, I want that speeder. And now I have it, and it's just—it's so detailed, it's so big, it's—it's it's a lot of fun just kind of
2: play with. Which you know, I'm a thirty-six-year-old guy like swooshing it around. Yeah, it is. That it is a fun. I, you know, I did the same thing with mine. I kind of played with it for a while after I assembled. Yeah, it.
1: I think that's where the Tie Fighter kind of loses it. It's hard to—it's hard to swoosh around that that thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. For my best pick, you know, when the Black Series started, before we even knew there were going to be vehicles. I kept saying, "I want a land speeder. I want a land speeder. I want a land speeder," and then I got a land speeder, and it's it's okay, but it's not it's not what I was hoping, and I'm not sure what I was hoping for. To me, it seems a little underscaled, although it may not be. But when you put all the figures, if you put four figures in it, it seems kind of crowded, which I wasn't expecting. So, even though the land speeder is my favorite Star Wars vehicle, I'm not picking the land speeder. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Matt and say the uh, first order Tie Fighter. Uh uh, That giant Tie Fighter is amazing. I still enjoy looking at it. Um, It really adds something to my collection room in a way that none of the other vehicles really do. It's really detailed. Um, my only nitpick about it is that it is really difficult to get figures in and out of the cockpit seated properly. <laughs> yeah. It took me, I want to say, a half an hour to get the pilot properly seated. And I've never taken them out since because it was so difficult. And I've never tried to put another character, another figure in the second, second seat because the first one was so hard. So I'm not sure if there's something they could have done to make that a little bit easier, but it's a minor nitpick because mine's set up and it's dang set up. Um, Here's my my nitpick ahead. with it. Yeah,
0: uh, at the you know that came out at the same time as the three and three quarter inch Tie fi- first order Tie Fighter, mm-hmm. and whoever designed that included a little place to put the pilot's gun, which. It has been a problem with Star Wars vehicles going back to seventy eight. Yeah, you know, and they somebody was smart enough in the first order Tie Fighter to put a a gun holding mechanism. Right. And yeah, at the same time they're designing the the bigger six inch scale, they didn't put that same thing in it. So, I mean, it's that's my nitpick. That yeah, it, that didn't have the same innovation that its right. smaller cousin had at the same time. Right. And that's right. not much of a nitpick.
2: Yeah. Next, let's move on to the to the uh, Beast Packs. Um, they've done a few. Again, we're not doing a top five because I don't think there are five. If there are, no. we're close. It's just barely. So we'll just do the best of – this time, Mike, I'll start with you. I'll change it up a little.
1: Dang. Uh, I – it, I really want it to be the Wampa with Luke, but I just do not like the uh, the lack of articulation on that one arm. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm going back because it is fantastic. It's got a lot of detail, got a lot of articulation, and I like it a
2: lot. Ryan, what would you go with for the best uh, Beast Pack?
3: It, it's hard to go with anything else. That back is awesome. I like the other ones, but that the Dubak blows everything away i mean i know it's bigger than the other ones and it was more expensive as well but they really put a lot of work into it Uh, i i love it i wasn't something i was prepared to really like and i thought it was a a really well
0: done beast figure if you will
2: yep and matt
0: yeah i like all i mean i like the tauntaun i like the wampa Jabba's fine but it's it's got to be the back it's you know it excels in every way you, you know they, there's nothing that it makes you think gee i hope they do another back five years from now this one's perfect
2: yeah i have nothing original to add to this i thought about going with the porgs but <laughs> <laughs> <are> those, <laughs> um but i'm going for sure going with the back. I feel like I haven't even properly enjoyed mine. Since I got it, I haven't um messed around with it much, I haven't played with it much, I haven't set I, haven't, I don't even have it set up yet. Um I'm looking forward to it because it is it it is really cool. So, let's go on to fig let's go back to figures and what figures do they need to make now? Like what figures do we need? Can this be a top 5? <laughs> You can get, if you want to just rattle off five, that's fine. No rules.
0: I have more than five. Don't go,
2: let's keep it, let's keep it at five, though. Let's keep it at five. Otherwise, Uh, the show will go on and on and on. Like, if you know, Um, Matt, I will uh, start with you on this one. Who do they need to make?
0: Okay, personal preference, just to get it out of the way Hondo Onaka, but I know he's way down on the list. He was on my list. well yeah I mean he's he, I'd love it he'd be an interesting character and he's I I like him as a character but I mean the character design and all that it would be cool it's better than another clone um but you know realistically speaking I think the you know the important ones that we haven't gotten you know we need an, a, a Padme preferably from episode 2 but any Padme we need you know Mace Windu um uh Dooku, right? We don't have Dooku. I mean, there's a a number of prequel era guys that have sorely been, you know, left out. Oh yeah. So yeah, maybe. So yeah, there. Off the top of my head, those are mm-hmm. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. bibble
2: no. <laughs> Yes. Wow. They need to make a. No, I'm joking. No, <laughs> don't joke. They need to make a two pack. Yeah, like- it's one of Jason's favorite characters. I know. They, I know. They need to make a two or possibly three pack of him. One from The Phantom Menace, oh, one from God. Attack of the Clones, and one from the uh, funeral scene sort of from Revenge of the Sith. A what?
1: Sort of an evolution pack? Yeah, the evolution. Of, <laughs>
2: <right>? The <laughs> evolution pack of CO Bibble. See an old man get older.
1: That's right. give me only one thing.
2: Invasion. <laughs> yes. Um, so make that happen
3: you know if they made sports like Freud. a seal bibble they wouldn't have that line in there they always seem to skip the good lines right <laughs> Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. they kind of hit they go hipster with it they go
2: obscure <laughs>
3: um
2: Ryan what figures do they need to make
3: okay I gotta wheel this down to five I had it like one for each movie I'm gonna try and go with things that are not necessarily what we know they're like grievous we know is gonna happen at some point uh, some of these may but I I Probably my uh, my top one is uh, a Queen Amidala. Obviously we need Amidala or Padme or something. We don't have any. Um one of my favorite outfits that she's in is that red dress that we see her in Theed Palace at the beginning of Phantom Menace. Um I'd love to see that as a 6-inch figure. I think that'd be really good.
2: That's an iconic. That is an icon that's an iconic look.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and that I think in the Phantom. Men- Men- yeah. Yeah, I mean, that in the Senate gown. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. They've never actually done the Senate gown because it's a little different from every, the figures we've actually gotten. Um, next, I would go with a Cantina band member. Uh, pretty iconic, I think. They get a five-pack. Yeah, it'd be an easy huh. one to do a bunch of, yeah. What
2: about one with like – that? what about if they did it like they did with the three-and-three-quarter one where they just do one but he comes with five or – yeah, five instruments?
3: I'm okay with that. Yeah, but then you get to buy
1: five. You got like. 20 instruments
3: hanging around. I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, you're going to um, lose them anyway. Uh, next would be Leia Bespin. I've always liked uh, the Bespin dress. It's underused. Uh, you know, that we saw the Hot Toys 12-inch at Comic-Con. That's the first time we've ever gotten a 12-inch Leia Bespin ever. And, of course, now General Giant is doing their jumbo as well. Uh, beyond that... Let's see. Unkar Plot. I mean, he's such an interesting looking character. I think it'd be cool to get a six inch version of him. And for a fifth one, I'll go with Sagarera just because he has so much on him. It'd be
2: interesting to see that in six inch form. Yeah, I'm surprised they did not do him. That is surprising. It may have been. Wasn't there something where they
3: reshot or re edited or did something with his hair or something?
2: Yeah, I think the original shots he was bald. Yeah, you look it, at all the trailers and it's he's he looks very different. And then when they redid it they had him with a full head of hair.
1: Well, to be fair, if you look at all the trailers,
2: it's a completely different movie. I know. Right. I yeah. want that movie actually to come yeah. out. Let's have a a long the Garrett with, Edwards cut? Yeah. With some exclusive figures that that, yeah. that are just exclusive to his cut.
3: What did it take? Thirty years to get the Donner cut of Superman two? So uh yeah. yeah. Maybe thirty years from now. <laughs>
2: that's that's money that they're leaving on the table not releasing some of this stuff to us (laughs) i think so people would buy it all right is that the end of your list ryan are you done that was five so i I limited myself to five okay all right mike who do they need to make
1: okay so i mean i've done i've I've done two (laughs) videos on my channel about this so I'm trying to remember what. Okay, we need an episode one Obi Wan because we have an episode one Qui Gon and we have Darth Maul, so like that's 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 necessary. I think we need definitely. I'm, I'm agreeing with episode like an episode two Padme with the white the white outfit. Uh, that's a, that's a good one. I think we need some Ewoks. Yes. And I'm gonna say uh, Battle Droid. And if they want, they can go crazy with different variants of, of Battle Droids, like different colors and things like that. And I would like it. Plus points if it if it kind of com- compacts into its little square.
2: Yeah, that would be a uh, some good engineering if they could do that. That would be that would be cool. Um. Ewoks. Where are the ewoks? How have they not done a single ewok?
3: Where's Return of the Jedi figures in general? They haven't done a whole lot of Jedi stuff at all.
2: They really haven't.
3: I mean,
1: they've got most of an Akbar already. They just have to change that suit to white, and yeah. you got Admiral Akbar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, for me, the figures that I think they need the most, um, Lobot is definitely number one on my list. <laughs> For sure. Where's a shocker? Where is Lobot? Um, and then I also want an Ugnot. Got to have Ugnot. They got to have two Ugnots, an Ugnot two pack. Um, and like Matt said, Count Dooku. Christopher Lee is so oh. amazing. I, I can't believe they they haven't done Count Dooku yet. Um, and in and, and the three and three quarter inch vintage collection, they haven't done a Count Dooku yet. I don't know no. why they're avoiding him are they afraid that you know old men with gray hair won't sell to kids maybe i don't know
0: but well then why'd they come out with tarkin
2: yeah yeah that's true that's true
0: um and fears and piet that's and yeah. all these others that are coming
1: out that's because i do. those guys has changed the head the body's pretty much right. the same
2: yeah right. okay put dooku's head on a veer's body i don't care <laughs> we need dooku paint it black give him a cape no one will notice um, no, we need a Dooku. I think he's, that would probably be my number one Dooku and Lobot. Um, other than that, you know, an Ewoks for sure. I think we need Jar Jar. I know. <laughs> yes. I know, yeah, I know, we do. You know, we do. We definitely do. He is, he's a main character and I think like him or not, he's a main character of the, at least the first movie. So we need Jar Jar. Um, yeah, those would be my picks. Oh, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. Um, next, what uh, what vehicles, vehicle vehicles do they need to make? Uh, Matt will go to you. Many rigs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh That's a joke, right? Yeah, yes, but I do like the mini rigs. I'm the weirdo that likes mm-hmm. those. Uh but um as much as I'd like uh you know, an X Wing to go with the TIE Fighter or a re sculpted TIE Fighter for original trilogy, I know those, you know, really aren't you know, reasonable. So at this point I'd really like a, a snow speeder. You know, it's a it's actually a small vehicle. I think they could you know, pull it off, uh, you know, without breaking the bank. Uh, you know, I just, you know, it's Hoth. I I got a soft spot for Hoth. So I'd really like to see a snow speeder. Yeah. Uh,
2: Ryan, what vehicles? Vehicle,
3: vehicles. Uh, this is rough. I, I haven't thought too much on this one yet. Um, I don't know. Can you come back to me in just a let minute? Let me think just a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mike, do you know? Yeah, what's your, what's I mean your, what's your opinion on vehicles?
1: Sure, I love I love vehicles. I think I think the line really kind of can focus on the smaller vehicles and they're just an absolute ton of smaller vehicles. Like Dooku has his weird little speeder thing that he flies around Genosis on. Mm-hmm. Um, Darth Maul has his little speeder thing that he flies around on Tatooine on. Uh, that'd be great to get versions of those characters with those vehicles. You got Ewoks the sweeter
0: and solo. Uh
1: yeah. Uh Ewoks with a little glider would be kind of fun. Um Man well pod racers,
2: why not? Just throw some just like all the pod racers. That would be that would be impressive if they did all the pod racers.
1: Yeah, like those little pla- like clear plastic things holding up each engine. Like that I think that
2: would be neat. Yeah, that would be a nice looking display. They never finished the pod racers with the uh, three and three quarter inch line. No. No. But yeah. No, we
3: only got two.
0: I mean. Yeah. It, but yeah, but I mean, even cool. the figures, even the characters we didn't I have want one a right. Ben
1: Quadraneros, God damn it.
0: <laughs> they made a figure of Ben Quadinaros.
2: <laughs>
3: I
1: well,
2: Maybe I mean it's in a 6, six inch.
3: inch. 6 inch, sorry.
2: <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh Ryan, back to you.
3: Um I'm going to have to go with the skiff. Uh I think that'd be a really Ooh, cool choice. thing to do. It seems like it would fit well as far as pricing for 6 inch stuff. Uh it would give us probably some more Jedi figures to go with it. Uh, and I think it would look really cool, It'd be a great display piece. You can put a lot of figures on it and you fi- would have a come with. Uh I'd hope a Jedi Luke uh actually, okay. you know, a Jabba's kind palace like a Jedi Luke.
1: or a or I
3: I I would expect a Luke. They tend to go with kind of the main main stuff, so but, uh, you know, obviously they got a Lando. Lando... You could get
0: your uh, Jedi, Return of the Jedi
2: Boba Fett
3: with it. Right, you could do that, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, and uh, they that, that, that way they can make everybody buy one who didn't want one. <laughs> Just pack, in, <laughs> pack Boba Fett with it. All the people who didn't even want to buy the skiff will end up buying it. I hadn't considered the uh, Snow Speeder, but I think that would be my pick, Matt. I didn't even think about that one, but snowspeeder would be very cool yeah i don't i would love to have a my picks are like kind of like matt's an x-wing from the uh uh, force awakens a a resistance x-wing to kind of match up with the uh, tie fighter although i don't think retail would accept that a vehicle that big i think the tie fighter um, it's, you know, it's sat what around
1: lab thing. Would you do it?
2: Um, I would, although that would not be for, that would not be my first pick for HasLab as far as projects that they're doing. I'd rather have, um, play sets, but I would do it. Yes, I would do it.
0: I mean, from a retail point of view and I don't, I'm not good with, with scale but it would seem to me that an x-wing could be broken down into you know smaller parts and fit in a a much more conventionally sized box than the tie you know yeah. you can't really break down the tie fighter wings the box right. has to be that big but you can put four pieces of wing and a you know the fuselage maybe in two pieces inside a normal box and make the kid put it together and you'd have an x-wing
2: yeah yeah i could yeah i could see that did you pick did you happen to pick up that uh giant x-wing they did about four years ago uh um, so in the rebels yeah yeah, yeah it didn't really yeah. go with it doesn't really go with anything i don't think it has a
0: it's nothing it's a piece of plastic mm-hmm.
2: it, what'd you think of that
0: it's a it's a nice design mm-hmm. i mean you know but it doesn't do anything no I mean, it's it's out. You know, my kid liked it when I got it for him. He was five probably at that age. Mm -hmm. So it's up in his room. Um, You know, it it was fine. You know, if you wanted to hang something from the ceiling and not, you know, do anything with it, it looks good. It's probably I have I haven't checked to see if it's on scale with this TIE fighter. It probably is not. No, it's close, though. uh,
1: Maybe it's, it's close. close. Yeah. yeah, I know there are people that that uh, customize it to fit in six-inch
0: figures. Okay, so there you go. But I mean, it's you know whatever. Yeah. You know, it's it was fine. However, you know, thirty bucks or whatever it cost. Mm-hmm. I think now it's like actually commands a premium. That and that Millennium Falcon.
2: Oh yeah, the Falcon. Well, that's because everybody turned their nose up at the oh, at, yeah. that, that, uh, at that that uh, at that x-wing when it came out yeah yeah and now people want it i have mine i don't have it displayed but i do like it um okay all right and then the final category of what they should make beast packs um ryan i'll start with you what beast Um packs should they do
3: I, I think this is an awesome concept. I'd love to see it done, three and three quarter inch or six inch, but uh, the a beast with uh, Tito. Uh, I think that would be really cool to see with these.
2: Yeah, that would be a good one. Any more? Or is that is that your thought? I, I'm just going with the one now. So okay. yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt, what about you? Um, well, given what
0: they did with the do back and actually all the beasts so far, I mean, I'm all for anything they want to do. Um, I'm sure the Rancor would be, you know, a lot of people's top choice and it would be neat. Um, I would like to see the three arena animal, you know, beasts, whatever you're going to call them from episode two, especially if they did some figures that could go with them. Mm -hmm. You know, they'd have to do a lot of episode two figures that they have not done so far. Also, they would be kind of pointless.
2: Yeah. So,
0: you know, those would be, I don't want Tars. (laughs) no <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> uh, no, you know I'm, I'm, no thank you but that and i guess um banthas you know if you know would be a good you know if you if you could do get the hair right or the fur or whatever you're gonna call it banthas would be cool
2: yeah banthas would be pretty cool
0: and that thing obi-wan rides in episode three whatever the booga oh no booga. No, 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 no i hate that thing <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, it's this I think Only it's, if this, it's
0: got the sound chip yeah.
2: I was so happy when they killed that when that trooper what was the trooper shot it right and it died uh, well, it fell oh, I was, one day. <laughs> yeah it it fell to its death and it shut up <laughs> <laughs> That is the most annoying sound I think from from any Star Wars film. yeah, I can't think of right. a more annoying sound than what that creature makes. Um, Mike, any thoughts on Beast Packs that you think they should make?
1: Oh man, I, I think pretty much everyone I, I agree, pretty much any, any of them if they want to do an EOP or like from episode 1 or one of those weird fish things or any of the arena creatures from episode 2 uh, I'm down I, I'd be all all about it
3: What about the space cow that Anakin rides on on Naboo?
1: Oh yeah, the tick thing Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah,
2: I'm sure that would be a huge hit.
1: I want, oh, yeah. yeah uh, or just, you know, a big space slug. Why not? Oh, okay.
2: I want a six inch scaled space slug. To uh, go along with your six inch scaled Falcon?
1: That's right. That's right.
2: There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, my pick, I probably would go with the Bantha, but I was also thinking what would be cool, especially for next year with the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace, would be uh, Cadu with Captain Tarples. Oh, yeah, cool. so. yeah, that would be rad. That would be a cool pack. I would uh, definitely be all for that. A little reminiscence of the they uh, do like they do like a twelve like inch scale Tarpals and Target at uh, Target, Target. Was that around t- maybe two thousand or yeah, t- around there two thousand two thousand one of the Jedi packaging so two thousand one. Yeah, I've always liked that pack. I think it's pretty cool. I'm not sure if anyone else out there is really dying for a cadu but i am now okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) all right um packaging you know i don't keep the packaging to the six inch figures unlike the uh i i try to keep at least samples of the three and three quarter inch stuff and especially the vintage collection stuff i keep everything carded but when it comes to the black series i don't keep the packaging i recycle all of it So I'm not really that concerned with the packaging is, although I've heard a lot of complaints lately about people thinking it's kind of getting boring. They haven't changed the design in a while. Um, What do you think the best packaging they've done for this? It's been five years. The packaging hasn't changed very much um, other than maybe color. And I guess they did did the vintage look last year, which was pretty cool. Um, But as far as packaging goes, um, what are your thoughts? Do you have a, a favorite that they've done so far. Um, Matt, I'll start with you on the packaging for these.
0: Well, I mean, it's gotta be the 40th anniversary line, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I think the boxes, no matter what the color they've been, they're, they're boring. I mean, I get it. It's the black series. It's minimalist. They've been consistent at least, you know, how many different card backs have we gone through on the three, three quarter inch line in that same period of time? Yeah, you know, right. probably a new new card design every year. So the consistency is nice, but it's boring. And you're like, look, the the Marvel six inch figures, their packaging is not boring. It's a little more exciting. So I wish they would stick with the oversized three and three quarter inch design with the bubble on a flat card. That would be my favorite. Even even if it's not a vintage design. Mm-hmm. something like that
2: i think would be neat do you like the fact that they number these does that add anything for you well it doesn't i don't care
0: because so far we haven't had a lot of repacks mm-hmm. I mean, they, they they seem to be notoriously stingy about you know once a figure is in a wave it doesn't come back uh, you know, they're. I guess they're doing this, I mean, they're addressing that going forward uh, with whatever they're calling this greatest
2: hits line that they're the going archive, to do. The archive. The archive. Collection.
0: Right. But, you know, I mean, so I'm going to get each one anyway, so I don't care if they're numbered or not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when they started numbering the three and three quarter inch figures 15 years ago and started including repacks in the line, that, that made me mad because you sort of had a rebuy figures you already had if you were going to have all the numbers right but that wouldn't be an it that's not an issue here so i don't care
2: okay ryan what is your thought on the packaging of this uh line
3: i've never been too impressed with the packaging the 40th anniversary stuff was cool but i really wish instead of doing card backs that they did a, a box style i've seen some customs out there that are somewhat reminiscent of the twelve inch vintage boxes. I would like that much better.
0: Those um, are really nice. Yeah, they
3: are, and I'm tempted to get some, but I don't know where I'd stop is the problem. Yeah. But uh, honestly, my favorite packaging was a one off, and that's the uh, the spirit of Obi Wan from Walgreens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they they took what we got and they just made it that light blue color, color, which so fit the figure so well. They only did it on the one figure. It was they're smarter than to do, and it looks great. I don't keep my Black Series boxed at all. It's all loose. And that one figure, I decided when I was displaying it, I'm just going to keep him in the box and display him in the box because it looks so good in that box. Well,
0: they use that same light blue on the Thrawn, the, the exclusive Thrawn.
3: Yeah, on the exclusive Thrawn, but it's a little little
0: different on it's that. A, but, little, yeah, but I agree that Obi-Wan looks nice.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Mike, what about you? Yeah, so I, I keep all the boxes, um, but I, I don't keep them in the boxes. I have them all packed away. I might have a problem, guys.
3: Well, um, I keep all the boxes, too. And it's <laughs> a yeah.
1: So I, I, I like the current one, but I agree it's getting stale. Someone When the solo figures are coming out, someone did a kind of a Photoshop job and colored them all yellow instead of red but kept the design the same. Kind of like how Marvel Legends does, where, you know, there's an X-Men wave, so it's going to be a different color. This is the Venom wave, so it's going to be a different color. So it's the same shape, but everything's got its own kind of unique design. I think it would be cool if they had a specific box for a specific characters, kind of like that Obi-Wan. Um, I think they can keep the same shape and design and layout, but just change up the colors based on what the figure is, and it would be it would go a long ways.
2: That would be cool. Yeah. Um I'm looking forward to the design change. Have they has, that, has anyone officially from Hasbro said if they're going to change the design anytime soon? Um We're no, really overdue
1: for renumbering.
2: Yeah, I don't think
3: they've announced anything.
2: Um speaking of numbering, um I'll ask a question to you, Mike. Do you enjoy that they put numbers on these? Does it matter to you?
1: I do and I don't. Um I I there are there are two numbers that I'm missing because they were repacked and I just didn't I just didn't want to get them again. So it kind of bugs me that I don't have those two numbers, but at the same time I'm not crazy enough
2: to buy two figures just to have those numbers. Ryan, what about you? What what are your thoughts on numbering the figures?
3: I like the numbering in that, you know, it tells me what figures are out kind of and it's very mm-hmm. easy to find them in the stores. You just look for the, the, the- number. The highest numbers you know? <laughs> and uh, i like it in that way i mean, if you generally like numbering i know a lot of collectors like it because then you could put a numbered collection together and that's never been a thing of mine I, that, that doesn't bother me at all um i just like things that are numbered so that i know what's where when something came out you know when where it fits in with uh, the overall scheme of the releases uh basically for that just a, kind of an ocd thing i guess but uh mm-hmm. Just in categorizing in my brain uh, more than anything.
2: I've never liked the numbering personally. Um, when they started numbering figures for the three and three quarter inch line, I think they started that with. I want to say the Saga. Saga. 22. saga yeah, 2002, yeah. When Attack of the Clones came out, I immediately didn't like it. Um, I felt like they were. I don't know. I just felt like they were kind of putting a constraint on me on what order i displayed my carded figures and and i know they're not but just part of me just didn't like like telling me what figure comes before another and i also don't like that if they put some super rare exclusive out like wasn't the uh, and we're going to three and three quarter inch for this but wasn't like one of the san diego comic-con exclusives like with that giant death star pack the
0: mouse droid and yeah uh, and they numbered
2: and they numbered those two figures right yep yep which means everyone who was obsessed with numbers had to um either get to comic-con and get one or put out a lot of money to get one or just be a little irritated that their numbering (laughs) that their numbers are not complete so For that reason, I'm just not a huge fan of the numbering thing. I don't look at the numbers. I try to not think about them. Um, But, you know, I'm not, you know, for you who enjoy them, that's cool. That's cool. The other thing I wanted to ask is, do you guys consider the centerpiece collection part of this series? Or do you consider it something completely different? Um, um, Mike, I'll start with you. What is your thought on the centerpiece collection?
1: Yeah, I th- I think that they're not. I I don't care. They're statues. It's cool that the figures can go with them, but um, it's it's too much for my collection. So I just like to pretend they don't
2: exist. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Matt, do you consider the uh, centerpiece collection part of this?
0: I guess not because I'm not highly motivated to get the San Diego exclusive. And if I did consider them part of the collection, I'd need to have them to have the whole thing. Um, But they're certainly related. I mean, they're compatible with the Black Series, um, you know, and that you can plug extra figures in with them. And I like I've opened the Darth Vader. I like it. It's 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 very cool. Uh, But I don't at this point, I don't consider them part of the series. And I don't think there'll be many more of them anyway. So it doesn't matter.
2: It, bu- it bugs me a little bit that the uh, set this year comes with one unique action figure that's not a statue. That actually, <laughs> actually is
3: a Black Series figure. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I feel like almost it's a way to compel collectors who don't like Centerpiece to just buy one anyways. Because you need to have this figure that is exclusive to this set. And I'm not going for it. I just don't want to collect these. I would buy that Kylo Ren if it was packed by itself, but I'm not buying the set just for the figure. That's my thought. Ryan, what do you think about the centerpieces? Do you consider them part of this?
3: You know, when they were announced and they first came out, I did not. And I can't remember when it was discovered, like, oh, they really are in Black Series packaging, and, and it has numbers on the sides. Um, this is actually Black Series. And you know they, they made it so that you could put figures with them and, and set up, it's almost like a diorama only with a stationary figure in the middle that you set up the rest of your figures around, and so I've come around to thinking they are black series. I, I think Hasbro was trying to force it these year with the Comic Con exclusive by putting that Kylo Ren black series figure in there, um, but. The, the centerpiece collection has actually grown on me. Uh, to begin with, I was like, oh, these are stupid. The Vader looked cool, but like the Luke, I I'd never understood the whole Luke with lightsaber on Hoth anyway. But uh, other than taking out an ADAT, he doesn't really use it. But um, the rest of them, the, I've really enjoyed them. I thought they've done a really good job. That Kylo Ren was really cool. And the new Ray. Um, I think it's using the, the face print technology on these as well with that Ray. at least for the Comic-Con one. And it looks really nice, and they've just grown on me. I've actually found places to put these all, and and I like them. And to me, they are Black Series and as much as they're just an extension of the series like the vehicles are and that sort of thing. So
2: we're at the five-year mark with this line. Does this line have – do you think this line has five, at least five more years left in it? Uh, Matt, what do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, I think – Hasbro has shown that this is their focus i mean i if i had to predict what's going to be right if if you told me three and three quarter or the six inch is going to be gone in five years one of the two i would predict that it will be the black series that would survive because i think casbro is that's what they want that's where their focus is and you know so yeah i i think it's 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 going to stick around They've got a lot of characters that they haven't done yet. And as long as they keep pumping out movies, you know, there'll be, you know, a unending well of characters to choose from.
2: When this line started, I thought it would maybe last a year. I did not think it had a future just based on, we've seen Hasbro try other scales with like unleashed figures. And what were those figures they had, those five inch figures they had in, um, 1999. Ryan, do you mega remember action. In the mega, mega action. action yeah. Mega figures. action figures. Um, oh, yeah. They've tried lots of... They've tried other things, and it and it always failed.
0: Right. I, I'm with you. Five years ago, I pro- I did not think this was going to make it.
2: And even when, like, the first... When these first hit, I don't think they took off right away. They did not. I, yeah, they were just yeah, kind I bought, of... Yeah, I, I bought the
1: yeah. first four figures. I bought Darth Maul when I saw him in, in the Target... But well, I, I passed on R two Luke and the Sandtrooper, and then I got them on Amazon like mid twenty fourteen for like half price.
0: Yeah.
2: So it kind of had a slow start, but what? When did Mike? When did you notice that this was going to be a re- a thing that people really liked this line?
1: I, I think it kind of caught on in in phase two. Is when it kind of hit its stride. I can't pinpoint an exact moment though. But I remember going at Twin Toys R Us during that Christmas and seeing like the shelf they just stocked it and they had the that, that whole like Yoda tie fighter pilot all that stuff wave and I grabbed them all and like four people came up behind me and started grabbing them all too. And I was like, "Oh, I guess people care about this line now."
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do you see it continuing for another at least another 5 years?
1: Oh yeah. I I agree. I think uh I think most collectors have kind of outgrown the three-and-three-quarter-inch scale and have moved into the six-inch with, like, Marvel Legends popularity and things like that.
2: So, okay. Ryan, what is what is your opinion on this line going forward?
3: This is a line that's changed so much. You know, when it was first released, it seemed like it was um, a high-end, almost high-end type of idea Hasbro was giving us. It was supposed to be... The ultimate edition of each figure, so they would never make that figure again type of thing, um, which has changed a lot. You know, When they did that, it came with lots of accessories, like the Han Solo we talked about, how it came with the, the Stormtrooper belt and all that. And clearly it's changed since then. Uh, it, we're not getting a ton of accessories with each figure. Um, it's become a popular line, which means Hasbro <laughs> isn't packing as much into it. It's kind of crazy when you think of it that way. But yeah, we saw a lot of this stuff just sit on the shelves early on. And it's still crazy to me to see these people just clamoring for stuff like Obi-Wan or Anakin that were everywhere. They were clogging the pegs. And yet, people now really want those figures. Or worse yet, that Han Solo and uh, Greedo Cantina two-pack that was Toys R Us exclusive. Um, I see people just begging for those, and the prices are crazy. And yet, that thing just sat and sat and sat. And now it's, it's extremely popular, and it, it blows me away. And because of that, it's going to continue for a long time. I think it became really popular right around, right before Force Awakens came out. Um, it, it seemed like things were being snatched up a lot quicker. Some figures were coming becoming much harder to find. Uh, before that, most everything now, it's hard for me to say because there was a little while there. I was getting uh, a bunch of mine direct from uh, uh, a guy who sold them. And I didn't have to really worry about finding them. He just, when he got his order in, he'd he'd get them for me.
2: uh, um, I know that guy too. I think I got a lot of them the same way.
3: (laughs) So like you know, IG-88 and Bosk and all that, I never looked for them. I I just got them delivered to me. Well, I don't think
1: any of those really showed up in stores. Like I had to find off Entertainment Earth
3: for them. I wasn't wasn't even sure because I never went looking for them. (laughs) But... um, you know it's crazy to see what it's become. It is much, it is more popular than three and three quarter inch, which is crazy. Because five years ago we were like, "What? They're giving us a new scale," and people were like, "How dare they give us a new scale?" We just want three and three quarter inch. Mm-hmm. And yet, I think it brought a lot more collectors in that really like that six inch, really detailed scale. And they're doing it with Marvel. We're seeing it with the DC heroes and all that. It's kind of become uh, a standard. We're even hearing uh, Mattel going to do a six inch Jurassic Park, uh, at least one figure later on. Uh, so things like that. So I wouldn't be surprising going forward. This is what we're going to see for a lot of movies and Star Wars in general. I don't think Star Wars will ever give up with the three and three quarter inch stuff. It's been the main bread and butter for so long. While I don't think it is truly the main line for everybody right now. Um, I, would still say three and three quarter inch is still main for, uh, collectors, especially the vintage line. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty impressive what this line has become, how big it's become. I. Uh, I was with you guys, I didn't see it lasting a year, and I was thinking I'd pick and choose, and I'm kind of glad I got everything as it came and kept up with it because otherwise I'd be in the same boat of, gee, that figure that was everywhere now I can't buy it for under a hundred bucks or something but it, uh
2: yeah, it's amazing how much the first two or three waves have appreciated in value. Oh, no
3: kidding, I especially mean, that
2: first wave.
3: That first wave of Darth Maul was the only one that was somewhat hard to find. You could still find them. But the other 3, I mean that Luke X-wing was a piece
0: of cake to find. They were everywhere. Oh and yeah, now, like you said they were on a ha- on Amazon for half price for Right. It, well, it the, seems like years. Slave Leia had that whole
3: controversy thing with the uh, the lady scene at Toys R Us and yeah. complaining about it and after that, like, the figures were still, like, selling for, like, six bucks a piece, and people seemed
0: to be loaded down with them. Nobody wanted them. And now you know, that one but, is in demand, too. Well, you, they created the situation, you know, uh, with the second wave. Everybody wanted Boba Fett. So, yeah. you know, the Han, Greedo, and Leia's just started warming pegs. I mean, oh, even yeah. even if they were in demand, they'd open a case, somebody would sell the Boba Fett, and the other three would stay behind yeah i mean that probably i mean the problem that hasbro has it seems with first waves clogging pegs probably came pretty close to killing this line yeah that's true but i mean because it it was a couple years and you know i'll give him credit for sticking with it but um yeah it was a slow start
2: yeah definitely do you guys think that there are too many exclusives this year? Uh, Mike, I'll go to you on this one.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I hate exclusives. Yeah, there are too many.
2: Too many. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially too many Canadian exclusives.
1: Oh, way too many Canadian <laughs> Or just why is Canada getting them before us? Like Hasbro's American Company. Like, come on. Come on.
3: <laughs> eh, I give Canada a break. They they get things or never get things much later or they never get them than us. Uh, eh, for once, they're getting a bunch of stuff before us. We're going to stuff down here. It's all going to come here.
2: Is it? <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Half,
1: half, of, it's, it'll, it'll half of it's
2: Disney Store exclusives. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt, do you think there's too many exclusives or do you think this is a good way to get more figures out?
0: If the choice is less figures... Yeah, if the only way we're going to get these figures is exclusives, I'll take the exclusives. Um, If we could have the figures as just part of the main line, I would prefer that, especially if it means Walmart exclusives, because I I have bad luck with Walmarts all around. Uh, Target exclusives, easier to get. Um, And Toys R Us is now gone. And I haven't had problems with Walgreens in the past. And GameStop seems to be okay. It's just the Walmart stuff. And there seems to be more and more of that. I'm interested to see how the Disney store is going to do with theirs. Um, I'm not optimistic unless they show up on the website, in which case there won't be a problem. But uh, I would prefer that they just stick these figures in the main line. If, you know, if we could still get them that
2: way. Yeah. Um, I was kind of little surprised to see that Disney Store was getting the Toys R Us exclusives. It seemed like when Disney took over uh, Star Wars, at first the Disney Store was stocking Hasbro items. But as Disney started producing their own independent action figures, they phased out a lot, almost all of the Hasbro stuff. So I'm kind of surprised to see them taking some of it on now, especially since they have... They have their own lines, right? They have those yeah. Toy Box the series and the Toy Box. Toy Box lines and the, the Elite. Elite. Yeah, I, I really Elites don't like
3: Elites are them. dead. Elites yeah. are dead. Are <laughs> they,
2: you know, they? They haven't be. announced or released anything in right. forever. So. I've never bought a single Elite figure. No, I have the full set.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, the funny
3: thing with exclusives is I, I see so many people complaining. Oh, there's so many exclusives. I'm like. You're a new collector, aren't you? <laughs> um, I, I'm sure everybody here remembers 1997
2: uh, 12-inch exclusives
3: yeah. and how crazy
2: those were to That get. was crazy. But I didn't en- I didn't enjoy it then. I, I, I didn't enjoy that. There was only
3: one I had a hard time getting. and That was that KB 12-inch uh, Luke and Han Stormtrooper set, which my KB got like two in and never again. I had somebody – back then I was on the internet and somebody helped me get one on the internet. But um, – that was crazy. That was absolutely nuts. That you're so many things. Most of the, the six inch cl- exclusives, I'm the store ones. I'm not seeing a hard time finding any of them. Uh, I mean, Walmart can be hit and miss for a while, but you know that Kylo Ren forever. People are like, oh, when's this going to come? And people got worried about it, and then they were everywhere. You know, it just took them a while to get out. Uh,
2: I I've never had a problem with the six inch I, exclusive. It I got they, they come in. I got burned on that Kylo Ren because I think I paid forty <laughs> bucks or more for that one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. even more than that. I can't remember. And then I think just last week, I did see it at Walmart for like seven dollars or ten dollars <laughs> yeah. or something yeah. ridiculous.
1: But conversely, that shock trooper—the mm-hmm. first exclusive—I was going to say
2: the shock
0: troopers was the only one I ever had it, real. It was kind
1: of hard. I, I I had to buy that one on eBay.
2: Like I, I just never saw it. I never saw I that one I, either.
3: I think I got mine on eBay too. I didn't live anywhere near Walmart back then, and so like I couldn't. I couldn't get to Walmart to get one, but it was like twenty five bucks or something. So I'm like, if if I have to go to eBay and barely spend over what it would cost in the store, I don't have to drive to the store or anything. That's fine with me.
2: Yeah, I mean, what's better, spending uh, forty to fifty dollars on a twenty dollars figure, twenty five dollar figure, or driving to Walmart five hundred times in three <laughs> months, and and maybe finding it eventually, maybe.
3: Yeah, i know i 'm a little different on Walmart exclusives because I now live near a Walmart like mm-hmm. that 's the only store in my area actually, and I think i 'm the only Star Wars collector that shops there because everything that 's come out since i've moved here i've found there easily, and like those two packs that, that recently hit they sat on the pegs for two weeks at my walmart so uh it's it 's been easy anything that as long as my Walmart gets it, I can find it there but that 's always there 's always things I never see at the Walmart too so uh, you know, if if they get it, it's not going to be a problem. I, I look at it that way. I'll probably pick them up for a bunch of people if that happens.
2: I've been buying more and more of my figures online, especially the six-inch figures um, from um, Entertainment Earth. I'm not a sponsor of the show at all. The show has no sponsors, never will. But Entertainment Earth, um, I've been buying a lot more figures from them this past year than I have in a while. Um I still think probably the majority of the figures I've been buying have come from brick and mortar, but it's getting more and more where I'm buying either from an online store, has like Entertainment Earth, Hasbro Toy Shop, or Last Resort eBay. Um, Mike, are you getting most of your st- figures online or at a brick and mortar store?
1: Yeah, nah, unless they're uh, an exclusive to that store, I've pretty much got. All the figures that I've bought in the last year online, mm. or from Canada, from my Canadian <laughs> Santa Claus.
2: Matt, what about you? Where are you getting most of your figures?
0: Um, generally speaking, I'll order them online, uh, Entertainment Earth, uh, Big Bad Toy Store, what have you. Uh, the first waves, I know I'll pick up in the stores, so I won't, I won't order those in advance. But you know, anything beyond that. Just to be certain, I will order online. Okay, and, and you can usually, if you buy them by the case, you can, you know, get you know, you, you're not paying a premium for the figures, and you get the case. So right, it's a good way to store them.
2: Ryan, you seem to be the most optimistic about being able to find figures. Where are you finding? Where are you getting most of your figures from these days?
3: Um, now I tend to find most of my figures in in the stores. Um, I've got a good Walmart near me. Uh, I work right next to a target that isn't overrun by people, and if I really want to, there's another target practically on my way home I can hit that is definitely not hit by a lot of people. I I generally find everything in the stores. Now, there's a lot of exclusives. I'll go ahead and order online either because something like Amazon where you have to or I just don't want to be hitting stores to try and find them, and I can just have them delivered to my place. I don't live in a major metropolitan area anymore. I live practically in the middle of nowhere now, and um, so it's it's a little harder to go on toy runs and not use a ton of gas to get stuff. But it is um, I'm still finding stuff like a Target, Walmart pretty easily. Most of the main lines, everything's been at the stores.
2: Okay. Last question of the night. Outside of Star Wars, if you could have another property in the same style, the six-inch Black Series, legend, Marvel Legends-type style, not even necessarily a Hasbro property, but a property you enjoy, what would you go with? And, Matt, I will start with you on this question. Jeez. Um, does it have to be, like, a current active property? No, your dream. your dream... Your dream property for them for a similar line, right? What would um,
0: you pick? Well, I get I mean we we had it with Star Trek. I mean they. I mean that line has existed, so I'm not going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlestar Galactica. All right. I mean that's always been my book. That's always been underserved. Either that or, I mean, Mattel has the DC license, and their figures are always horrible. So. You know, if you could get DC figures as well done as the Black Series, there's my my choice. They, they've got better, they're Matt. Doing they're if, be a good one. You
2: know, if Hasbro ever merges with Mattel, which I think I even saw a new article about that today. I don't know if that will ever happen. Maybe maybe that will become a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, what's your dream line for this six-inch scaled figure?
3: This should not shock anybody at I all. I know what you're going to say. Indiana Jones I yeah. mean, I, yeah, am, you I' have collected every Indiana Jones toy that's been made and uh, I've already like in my head mapped out like a wave of six figures for each movie and stuff like that um, but beyond that like it sounds like there's gonna be a six inch Jurassic Park line that kind of excites me too I'd like to to, to see that happen I kind of map some of that out but wouldn't it be cool I, I, Jason you'd probably enjoy this too a James Bond six inch line
2: as long uh, as they made the Roger Moore stuff.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. They could do all the Bonds, like a lot of the villains and mm-hmm. the Bond girls. As an ongoing series, I, I, you wouldn't want to flood with this. It would be like an online type thing. I cannot see it selling in stores. No. Although with me, go out in stores. Who knows? But <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> they could do like waves based on different movies or you know, at least get each Bond out there. I think that would be a cool set, and you know you could just reuse a lot of the same body and just change the heads for yeah. bonds. You know? so, yeah,
2: that would um, be cool. I, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Mike, what about you? What would be your dream six-inch line that they haven't made yet?
1: Oh, I pretty much did that at the beginning. yo Joe, all the way.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: I agree. Yeah, I want
2: six-inch snake
1: eyes. I'm down a down clown. Yes,
2: and uh, Destro. Yeah. With a, sure. they'd have to, they'd have to do the vac metal head though. They'd have oh, to. Oh,
1: sure. Honestly, I would probably give up. I would give up collecting something else to have those. I don't know if it'd be Star Wars. I don't know if it'd be Transformers. But I would give up collecting something else if I had to to collect those.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on GI Joe. But um, oh, it'd be. I'm torn between what I want more: GI Joe or Indiana Jones. I'd like both. I think both are a real possibility too, especially with the new Indiana Jones movie coming out in what, 2 years, 3 years? Uh 2001, yeah, or 2021. 2001, so. wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, so 2021, yeah. 40 years after the original. Yep. Another one's coming out. And I'm guessing since Disney owns Indiana Jones now, they will reboot the whole thing sooner than later, probably. After Harrison. It, is no longer gonna play Indiana Jones. I can't imagine you playing too much. longer. He's gonna
3: be getting close to eighty when that comes out. There's no way you're gonna keep him going yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. So I would wasn't
0: def- Disney, the company. I mean, didn't they make the only Indiana Jones toys for you know in between for the parks the '80s and yeah for the parks? Yeah,
3: they did. They did. And they did a bunch of stuff at the parks. Yeah, yeah. there's some pretty cool stuff too. That whole like mm-hmm. five inch figure line, about an, a couple of eight inch figures. They did mom. Was it they, Kermit the Frog as Indiana? Oh, that was a Palisades figure, but um, they, they've definitely kept it going. They've done Disney characters as Indiana Jones, even so. Um, yeah, but nowadays you go to Disney parks, they barely have any Indiana Jones mark, merch at all. So,
2: yeah, not even outside the ride, really. Yeah. Okay, final thought on the Black Series,
0: Matt. I have grown to like this line a
2: lot more than I thought I would,
0: and. You know, it's. You asked, you know, we talked about what we thought would survive if I had to pick one to survive. I mean, of course, sentimentally, I like the three and three quarter inch, but these have been more fun for me to collect over the past few years. Um, Maybe it's because we're getting important old characters that we've gotten a dozen times in the three and three quarter inch lines. But, you know, it's the first time we're seeing them in this scale. And they generally have done good job. It was hard for me to pick what the worst figure was because most of the time they do a good job, you know, even with, you know, minor characters. So, you know, it's it's it has become a highlight of of the stuff of, of Hasbro's product for me, whenever whenever new figures get announced.
2: All right. So well done. Okay, Ryan, final thoughts on the line.
3: I think I've kind of said it. It's surprising how far this has come. This is not a line I was excited about. Um, I don't like it when stuff switches to other scales. I, I collected Playmate Star Trek, and first contact sl- suddenly switched to a was five-and-a-half, six-inch figure. And it was like it didn't fit with the rest of the line, and it, it didn't work. They went back and remade some of that in the five-inch figure, but um, it was uh, it was jarring. And when they did this, a lot of us felt like, "Oh gosh, they're going to replace three and three quarter inch with a six inch figure, and they haven't. They've been able to continue doing both, and, and as long as they continue to do both, I'm happy. I, I still love the three and three quarter inch. It's what I mainly collect, but I'm liking these six inch figures. they've really impressed me over the years, and I look forward to buying them. When I hear them announced, I, I get excited about them. so uh, it, it's come a long way, uh, and I'm really impressed and I, I do enjoy them.
2: okay. And Mike, your final thoughts on the six inch black series line
1: uh, you know when I was a, like a very small child my, uh, my neighbor had the original Power of the Force figures and we like we played Star Wars for a while and then when the Power of the Force 2 stuff came out I was in high school middle school and I remember like playing with them thinking like oh these these are smaller than the old ones but they weren't you know they're the same size I just got bigger. So having a, a six-inch scale kind of gives me that sense of wonder I had as a small child where the figure takes up, like, most of my hand. feels bigger. So I like I like that, like, getting a new figure and thinking, like, oh, man, this is going to be fun to play with because I kind of have a little bit of that same feeling that I had when I was, like, four, five, six, whatever. So I, I like that about it. And I like that we're getting figures I never thought we would. Um, still a lot of figures that I hope we get before this thing eventually shuts down but i like where it's going
2: all right okay that does wrap up another episode i want to thank my co-hosts tonight for joining me from the venoms of the black series vintage to modern mr byz and ryan thank you ryan thanks for having me this was fun to kind of
3: look back at five years of black series
2: and what's up for your what's new on your youtube channel
3: uh, I just put out the review on the Amazon droids today. Um, I think I'm going to have the retrospective of the Y-Wing um, probably this Saturday put out. Uh, I've looked through every incarnation of the Y-Wing that Kenner and Hasbro put out, and uh,
2: I'll be getting that up. All right. Matt, thank you for uh, joining us tonight.
0: Always the highlight of my week or whenever we do
2: one of the shows, so happy to be here. Okay. And Mike, thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, hope to have you back. Yeah, I, uh, I'm down. Pre- appreciate your insight on the uh, on the Black Series figures. And uh, just let everyone know how can they find you.
1: Um, j- just my name, Mike. Mike Case. Uh, you just put, you type that in on on YouTube,
2: and you'll get me. You'll get me. Okay. <clears throat> All right for Galaxy of Toys. This is Jason saying goodnight, but not goodbye.
1: Just one more round, friend Then homeward bound, friend Don't forget me in your dreams Just one more song, friend And then so long, friend The nights get shorter, it seems